Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the gods to make a better life for you and me. It is Sunday, April 7, 2013, and on the podcast this week, I'm improvising with Chandler Goodman, who's an improviser I really enjoy a lot because, uh, you know, he's got this whirl of things going on in his head, um, and uh, it's pretty. It's a pretty good time to sort of see him work through that. He, he, he winds up being really emotionally engaged in, uh, you know, everything he plays and and that's that's a lot of fun to play with and i think we kind of wind up talking about that a little bit too um and you know he's got the most apropos surname uh you know that he could possibly have because he's also just a really sweet guy and uh you know if you get a chance to know him he's uh someone that you know will make you believe in uh the positive qualities of people. So I had a really good time uh, playing with them and uh, talking afterwards. If you've got a suggestion for myself and a guest to use on a future podcast, please send along to the email address, prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N, science at gmail.com, with the subject line suggestion and then whatever you care for that suggestion to be in the body. And I won't open that up until my guest and I begin to just before we start to improvise uh if you had any other kind of correspondence please send along to that same same email address and i'll try to get along to it as soon as i can usually on the order of about a week to 10 days um so uh this week i'm just uh, gonna recommend that uh, i i'm not sure if you're uh, uh if you're listening and you're a grantland reader out there um bill simmons sort of uh, sports and pop culture um uh, site website, but I have just been loving uh, the basketball writing of Zach Lowe. Um, you know, it's probably helps that he's obsessed uh, with Larry Sanders of the Milwaukee Bucks, which of course is, you know, Milwaukee Bucks, uh, my 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 basketball team. Very excited they locked into the uh, eighth seed for the playoffs last night, so I should get to enjoy watching them be absolutely decimated by uh, the Heat in the first round if they don't manage to climb into the seventh slot, which is, looks like it's a real outside chance. But uh, he's, just a, he's just a great writer, very insightful, and really has a great voice. Um, so even if, you, if you're looking to start to sort of absorb sports, because that does seem to be a meme that is, uh, that's crashing in on us as our culture advances here, he's a good, uh, he's a good portal to it because he, he's, uh, he's really knowledgeable. And then also really fun to read. So uh, check it out, maybe. Um, it's easy. Bite-sized. Uh, all right. So uh, here is Chandler Gidman and I uh, improvising to a suggestion from my mom, Cynthia Lambert. And that suggestion was fast food grease trap. Uh, pardon me, sir. Oh. Sir? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. I didn't need, I thought the restaurant was empty. Oh no. I decided to eat in. I know that I ordered it in uh, to go, but I changed my mind and I nestled myself away in the corner and decided to eat. But I would like, if at all possible, to lodge a complaint. <sighs> You're the third person today. This complaint box is getting a ton of action, huh? <laughs> I, well, I guess so. Um. It seems to me that maybe you're not running a ship. Well, I, I can't figure out how to say that. You've got problems. 
I'm not running ship a shape? good ship. Tight ship. I'm You're not, not running, running a tight ship. ship. No, so, I'm not. okay, here's the thing. My fries. Just take this bag, and you tell me if you see anything wrong with it. Good God. There's a plastic doohickey in I, my fries. How did that doohickey get there? Well, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Is it looks like it's a piece of one of your cheap toys fell in and got fried. I am so sorry. To have to see a decapitated toy yeah. in your fries is absolutely unacceptable of yeah. a jack-in-a-box. Well, I am horrified at the very idea of decapitation. It's terrifying. I, for a second, I was like, is one of my enemies sending me a message? And then I thought... No, this has lazy fast food all over it. It wasn't one of your enemies. I don't know what you've done, but I can promise you. Okay. It was not one of your enemies. Okay, so it was you your mistake. This is on us. I'd like a new fries, and if you could bump the size up, I think I deserve it. Sir, can I ask your name? Yeah. What's your name? Oh, um, Sammy Randolph. Sammy Randolph. I am so sorry. First of all, let me give you. This jack-in-the-box punch card, which I'm going to punch up to 10 for you on what account is, of everything that's happening. What does that mean? Happened. There's a loyalty program here? There's a loyalty program. And I you... was never aware of a loyalty program. I mean, jeez. I'll, I'll be honest. I just franchised this place three weeks ago. Oh. And I Oh, am... okay. All right. So you're new to the biz. I'm swimming in a pool that I was too deep for my fins. Okay. All right. Well, I'm probably being a little too rough on No, bit no. Sammy Rogers. These tacos... Are amazing. Thank God. Oh, yeah, I've been bad. I mean, that's you know, Sammy. I'll be I honest. I love a Jack in a Box taco. So much ground beef, and the shell is perfect because you think it's going to be a hard taco, but then it's pretty soft. That's that There's is no what crunch. sets apart a Jack yeah. in a Box taco. It's, it's a hard taco with no crunch. I'll tell you, I'm down for that. There's and, a lot of there's a lot of work behind the scenes. To create what looks like a hard shell, yeah, but actually make it a soft shell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm totally yielding. Right. Yielding? Yeah, like a taco that yields in my mouth. Gives me my ground beef just how I like it. Um, there's you know, nothing I, quite like good yeah, beef in the mouth. I can't. Yeah, exactly. Can I? I wonder can if I that could be that could you? be on a po- you know sure. I'd love to see that on a poster. If I saw that on a poster with Jack. There's nothing like, what did you say? Nothing like good beef in your mouth. Nothing like good beef in your mouth. I'd be like, mmm, 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 Time for me to head on in and have a little something to eat. I know Sammy. it's between meals. Yeah, let's have a seat. I parked myself way back in the corner. You can still see my backpack back there. Perfect. I'm writing this down. I took out my iPhone. I've got a notepad. I'm writing down beef in the mouth. That's Get a, that on a poster it's a nice, ASAP. It's a nice phone. Thank you. Yeah. They require that we own phones oh. if we're going to... The jack-in-the-box corporate folks. Sure. What are, they, what are they like? Big wigs telling you how to run the show? I tell you what, Sammy. Uh-huh. Those are some of the most intimidating people I've ever personally talked to. I bet. They came in here... I'm not into structure or society. You can tell me that. Yeah, I do. Hey, can I get those fries? Oh, yeah. And then we'll carry them over. Martha! My daughter's working back there. Oh, it's a family business. It is. For now. For now, it's a family business. I'm working on tight margins right now. Oh, sure. And I'll be honest, it's razor thin. I'm a little underfunded as it is. I understand it's difficult to open up a restaurant and have it succeed. Most restaurants fail quickly. 
Sammy. You're giving me you're giving me anxiety. I'm sorry. I'm still gonna want those fries though. I do think you owe it to me. I'm not trying to take you for a ride. What? That kind of makes me think you are trying to take no. me for. <laughs> Sammy, I'll be honest. I'm I'm spun all out of sorts. Are you are you a longtime Jack in the Box customer? Is this how? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say so. I mean, obviously, I've only been in this place a couple of times since it's freshly opened. It's nicer. Oh, shame on me that I didn't even realize you were a regular. Well, I mean, well, I don't expect, you know, I don't want to get noticed too much, you know. This is fine. We're having a conversation. But one of the things that I loathe most of all is when I go to a place over and over and over. And then all of a sudden I have to say hello. All of a sudden, it's small talk. Get out of my life. I mean, not, you know. No, I know, recognize that you're not telling me to get out of your life. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I so know. I don't go to that subway across the street anymore. Those people are awful. That's a vile group of people. I don't know. People. I'm not going to. I mean, maybe. I'm not going to place judgment, but what I will place judgment on is the fact that I don't want to have a semi intimate relationship because I go to the same place a few times a week. It's too tight. It's tiring. Absolutely. No, I can understand the exhaustion that comes from having a semi-intimate relationship with a people that you interact with a couple times a week. I, when uh, I used to I, go into that subway, yeah, uh, they would shout out that I wanted an Italian BMT before I practically had two feet in the door. So you didn't get to make a choice. A, I don't get to make a choice. Yeah. B, they're practically announcing my health habits to everybody in the restaurant. If I'm ordering an Italian BMT, I'm oh. doing it under my breath. Yeah. No, I see. Yeah. Oh, wow. There really is a real cross-street rivalry here. It's a regular West Side story, huh? Sammy, can I take a sip from your soda? I'm getting all worked well, up. I prefer that you didn't. Sammy, I mean, I'll be you honest. Can, you can, why don't you just have a soda of your own? I mean, it's... If you've had a, a cup over the course of the day, you could refill it on the fountain. It costs you nothing, right? I mean, maybe I don't understand. Sammy, what are your big fears? <sighs> okay. Decapitation ranks really <laughs> high up there. Um, that somehow someone's going to figure out a way to flood my apartment with spiders. Oh, that's um, awful. And... Uh, I've got a lot of phobias around the bus because I ride it a lot. And then you see, like, very specific incident, incidents. And then you're like, I never want that to happen to me again. And then you live in terror that, you know, that you're going to sit in a bag of discarded spaghetti again. That bag of spaghetti is what I feel like I walked into opening this Jack in the Box. <laughs> I feel like I sat in a giant bag of spaghetti. Well, that's terrifying. You're living it every day then. You're coming back. You cooked that spaghetti, made it, put the bag down, and now you're just coming back to sit in it. My dream was that bag of spaghetti at one point. Yeah, that's terrifying. I managed a TCBY yogurt. Well, for you me. should be totally prepared for this. <laughs> you would Seems think. like the cleanup would be way heavier than TCBY, all that cream. <laughs> it is a big cleanup operation. <laughs> Sammy, what do you do? <laughs> <That's our time. laughs> All right, I'm gonna send the dog. Oh god. Oh man, I love that. So that was... a pretty weird scene we just oh, yeah, yeah, very weird. And 
what I, what was funny about it to me to to for me was like there was I really appreciated the level of intensity you had because that was like the push pull on it. Like obviously I was like a very strange person and and that was one of the, that the that dynamic was one of the things that I like it was most enjoyable to me was that I was like you are not doing anything really unusual except being extremely like what's unusual about you was the level of intensity that you were feeling right you know and like how seriously you were taking some things and like that to me it was it was like it, you know I was picturing kind of like the you know us on two ends of a rope where mm-hmm. like like normalcy was the pit in the middle right and you started out in the pit and then stepped out and just started pulling and i started being like i think that i'm becoming the normal perspective in this scene because of the level of intensity that you are having of just like that as soon as yeah that subway i'm like oh god and by the end of it i was like I think he opened this jack-in-the-box as a revenge scheme against the subway that's humiliating him, you know, that, like, creates a, a, right. create a bad environment, you know? What I felt like, and I've, like, so appreciated, like, the, the like, the fact that, like, there was this weirdness that was brought in on your end right at the top, because, like, it helped inform, I felt like, my, so what I was thinking this whole time is, like, I don't know, and there's a 7-Eleven in the first floor of the building I work in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, the guy who owns the 7-Eleven, like, he, he, I think he owns two 7-Elevens in the area, and he works, like, at least a good significant portion of the day in ours, and he's incredibly attentive, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, which you would be if you're the owner of a small business, right, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, he... Oh, God, that's great. Like, I love that you took that on yourself and were like, I'm going to be that but attentive, like, he, as attentive exactly. as I can. Exactly, like, you can tell, like, he's not just a dude who's collecting eight twenty five yeah. an hour working a cashier at a 7-Eleven, like, this is his business, yeah. like, and in a, very likely, this is, like, his dream right. was to be a, a small bit, he happened to, like, get in contact with the 7-Eleven people and be like, you know, I got uh, 200 grand that I've saved up, or yeah. whatever, and, like, I'm forking it down, and I'm opening a 7-Eleven, and, like, I'm making this thing work. Yeah, well, I like, what I like about that, too, though, is that you accepting that level of attentiveness on yourself I think what you really effectively conveyed is how off-putting that level of attentiveness is. Totally. <laughs> and but is that, because that, is that 100%. the experience? Of well, like, what, you see, what I felt like with him is he doesn't exercise it like that. Yeah. So, like, but you could tell, like, sometimes I feel like with him, he just wants to, like, ask you questions. Like, you buy, uh, like, a pack of gum, and he just wants to know everything you think about his story. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, like, that guy feels like somebody who's desperately yearning for feedback. And so what I yeah. felt like with you, what you brought in, that's why I like so much is like your guy was so weird. I was like, this might be the guy that if I owned a, a fast food chain or like any like small franchise or something like this might be a guy who's weird enough that he would be willing to sit down with you and just kind of like riff on what oh, he's looking for in a jack in the box. I think so, because as I I mean, as I I know that we didn't quite get to that point, but I was like. I think so because as I was playing that guy, I was definitely like, I am the sort of fast food patron that you see at like the Burger King on Irving Park yeah, yeah, where yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. 
There's something a little unusual, you know, and when I pictured my backpack, I pictured it as like old burgundy and stained with some kind yeah. of oil. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's like that, so I was just like, I think that, you know, so I hope that, well, I mean, my my hope is that it wasn't too, too, I hope that that, that scene start was all right, because I realized I was like, okay, I know I'm being both an unusual character and a stranger and I hope this isn't creating too much work for you. Like, I, was that, I didn't feel that. I didn't. That I didn't. At all. I felt like we jumped into it really yeah. well, but I didn't want it to be. I was like retroactively feeling a little bit guilty that I may have created too much work for you at the at the top. No, I mean, like, I just wanted. I, you know, like, I guess, like, anytime, like, it's like I think that they, like, improv instructors maybe like beat that horn so hard that like I think oh, it don't sends, be strange. Yeah, that, don't yeah. be like they set these like guidelines up and like. They never give you an effective way to turn those like trumpet like these yeah. weird alarms that start going off in your brain, and I think it's like really destructive. I agree. Because I agree. what you happen, what happens is, is like you get to having a couple years of improv experience, which is like sort of where I'm yeah. at, and like you're just at that point where you're. I feel like you're starting to find your own way of yeah, like your voice. It, yeah. yeah, like your voice and like your own style, and like you. So like I, I always have like these weird alarms that start sounding where it's like stranger 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 yeah. stranger and well, that's that never goes away <laughs> i know right but i feel like that's really hard like they, yeah i feel like that's not necessarily like there's got to be a way in improv instruction yeah that straddles that line better because like yeah it becomes very inhibitive it does and i think that you know the thing i mean the way i look at it is just that like it's 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 helpful to inform success, but the thing that we're really trying to do again, it's naturalism. Like right. as you live a life, we're we're like just improvising through things that may, that could happen in a life, right? right? So like you encounter strangers, and there's and that's not a non emotional experience, <laughs> you know? right? So like if you can just you know, and I think it's almost like the the note there that that winds up happening is like almost just to encourage people to be able to have a guarantee of playing a two minute scene, right. which isn't, doesn't, you know, that's very like mechanical, right? Like exactly. it's Absolutely. just like, okay, if we're strangers and we have nothing to do, then we walk away from right. each other and it's fine. And that's life. Right. But you, the way I interact with, you know, like I have a whole set of behaviors right. that I engage when I'm, when I wind up working, like interacting with a stranger, 100%. why can't I improvise through that? That is going to reveal something for sure. Totally. You know? And like the way I was thinking about that character was like this guy in my mind, all he wants is interactions with strangers. Like he only yeah. was, like as soon as you said, like, I'd like to file a complaint like that to me was such a great gift because like, that totally created the character that I had in mind, which was like this guy is so vulnerable about his store that like all he wants is feedback from strangers. You yeah, know, like yeah. his life is about strangers, you know? And so so that's what a really weird thing about I almost feel like at the end of like your improv instruction, like or your formal, like in programs, they should be like, okay, because they'll be like, you know, they always give you the caveat that's like all rules are meant to be broken at some level. Like, you're always kind of aware of that, but they never, like, kind of give you the opportunity. Like, at the end, they should be like, now we're going to do scenes between strangers, right. and you're going to do a whole day of teaching scenes, and you're going to do a whole day... Because, like, 
you're gonna find yourself in them. They can yeah. be a, a lot of times they're the funniest, best scenes. Right. Like if you well, because if you don't, if if all you've been conditioned to do is be like wrong, wrong, wrong. This is only going to go bad. Right. And then you start like, trying to steer oh out of it, and then you start trying to backpedal. You know. And yeah. then you, that creates artificiality. Like, exactly. Because like then you yeah. start inventing stuff where like. I feel like I had an impulse at one point in the scene to try and invent that somehow we had this elaborate history that we weren't strangers. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, that doesn't feel in any way authentic to where this interaction is right now. Like, yeah. Well, and if we have a relationship in the future, then the way that we meet is important. You know? Uh, totally. Like, just thinking about that now, I'm like, if this is the way that we meet and the rest of the show is how we cross paths again and eventually I wind up being like a right. night manager for your jack-in-the-box yes. even though I'm like a a fringe member of society <laughs> yeah, you know it's exactly. like oh there's value in that that's interesting yeah you know? absolutely no I felt like but like I did fight that impulse to be like you know because I feel like I and I do this sometimes where you like sell it out where I'm like oh cousin Bobby thanks for pretending yeah. to be a customer you yeah know, where oh like, yeah I, that's like fall, it's like falling to that impulse yeah. is like a you know, because you think you, because you're trying to fill out what you think you need to give context, but then when you do something that heavy, it's like, uh, right? Yeah, I, no, you feel so. I was glad yeah. that that I didn't. I re, I resisted <laughs> the impulse to do. There's enough other yeah. fun stuff in that. I love that you made it a jack in the box because I'm like, God, I haven't been in a jack in the box for I don't know, maybe ever in my life. But <laughs> I remember one. I lived for two and a half years as a, like 10 to 12 in Houston, Texas. Uh-huh. And I remember there was a stretch of road, like road near our house that the only thing on it was fast food places. Mm-hmm. And the one, the one that we never went to was, <laughs> was Jack in the Box. And I'm like trying to remember though, like what menu I, and I think it is like a burger it's place, burgers and stuff, but I yeah. think they have tacos. Yeah, they definitely do. And I think so it's I like, just like, I, okay, I bought, a medium fry yeah. Yeah. and two tacos. I love that. And that was like such a fun, and I'm glad that we allowed that like that got to be fun. Yeah. You know, that yeah. we like allowed that to be well, fun. Well, that was, it all came out of like the additional, like that was a good, you know, I think that's like constructive information rather than being like, rather than sort of being like, thanks for pretending to be a customer. It's like, that is something that um, contradicts what our expectations have right. been. But if you add something that is that enriches the information, then it's like you know. So adding that it's a jack in the box is like it fired off so many things right. for me of like, oh god, I'm in a jack in the box. Yeah, like Ugh. well, that's and what I kind of like. I guess like, I'm eating tacos. Yeah, I like. And it made me feel sleazier. Totally, and, you know, I just liked it like. The Jack in the Box seemed to be like these two people who probably had almost nothing in common. Yeah. <laughs> like somehow they were weirdly very much at home in this particular place yeah, together, yeah. you know? Like, oh, because it's, I, I think so. Because, like, if I actually walked in there and saw that conversation, I would be like, what's yeah, the deal yeah, with yeah. these two guys? But I'd also be like, I'm the alien. Right. Like, this is the natural setting for these people, and I am being invasive to their territory. (laughs) Right, which I feel like are interesting improv worlds, or, like, those, like, because we've all walked in to, like, a weird McDonald's where it seemed like a parallel universe where, like, 
There are McDonald's you know, and then there are these McDonald's where it's like completely inhabited yeah. by people that don't seem to regularly exist on Earth, yeah. you know? But they're there. But yeah. they're there, it's and their they're, it's totally normal to them. Yeah. Like, it's not like... Like, it's not like it's mayhem. It's just, like, everything is different. Yeah. Do- the door to another dimension. Yeah, like right? The, the weird, like, fast food worlds that yeah. exist of, like, oh, wow, this is, like, crazy. Yeah. yeah, I thought, so I thought that was, like, very cool that it, like, seemed to be, like, yeah, like, turning over a rock to, like, one of these, like, places yeah. that we don't, <laughs> like, it wasn't just your usual, like, like, white 20s and 30-somethings in a right. Starbucks in Lincoln Park. Well, you know what I mean? It's that, that turning over a rock thing is is interesting, too, because it's sort of, I think, it's like, this was the conversation of a couple of weirdos that are not weird here. Right. You know? And, like, this is their... T- t- even though their conversation is a little strange, this is their totally natural conversation exactly. in this environment. And it, if you walked into it, you would be unusual <laughs> well and I like that there was an absence of judgment between the two characters oh yeah like both oh, were I very weird very like that was an interesting entree to the scene to me of like I was like I think that I'm like a fringe fringe member of society yeah but you were like totally into me <laughs> yeah right and like and I felt the same way like you weren't like I didn't sense in any way like you were judging this person's intensity no you know what I mean <laughs> like you thrived on that person's intensity yeah. cause like I got the sense like the person who I kind of envisioned you as was Walter from The Big Lebowski, like oh, in a yeah. way, like yeah, oh, I, very much so. I yeah. imagine just like this, like very intense. Like I imagine you had like a like a half baked but very intensely like <laughs> pers- followed political theory. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Oh, I was like, there's that. That's the idea of the enemies thing. Is yeah. like, oh, I definitely have like a notebook where yeah. I've written a lot. Of yes, exactly. I was Walter on the skids. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I totally yeah, thought that. So like, I appreciated that you didn't try to like judge my intensity or comment on my intensity. Oh no way! Yeah. So much as just be like. I we, like it was two very intense people <laughs> who happened to find the one place where their intensity like right. being like this is a normal conversation right. <laughs> where if anybody else is watching it they'd be like right. oh, oh no these people are terrifying <laughs> yeah. and like I felt like my my guy to me had like a very narrow world you know like where like he oh you had lived completely in within re- in like retail food exactly exactly <laughs> like he, he had one he had just like narrowed his world to such a small, but it was like all vertical and no horizontal. Like, you know, it was like a million miles deep, but like one inch wide. And I felt like your character had like, um, was a million miles in width and an incredible level of intensity with it, but like probably not any like actual real like knowledge, you know? Yeah, total wanderer. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, oh, I got my opinions. And you've really affronted me yeah. by having a piece of a plastic toy fall on exactly. my thighs. And I'm going to get what I can. But next thing you know, I'm going to be eyeing people on the bus. <laughs> right. Wherever that character, wherever that person went in life, he had a, an opinion about yeah. everything. You know, like he went from that jack in the box to wherever he went next and had basically the same kind of interaction. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, And, you know, the thing is that I love, I mean, this is just an improv thing, though, is that like... I love, or like, this is my voice or my perspective is like, I love being that guy because it's some, it's sometimes hard to have empathy with people that are kind of like fringe, Mm -hmm. you know, like fringe people that have stuff going on, but they're still people. And like the, uh, the, the 
having the opportunity to play as that guy and right. actually care with the intensity that he cared about right. things, but still be me was like really fun. And I really appreciate that. And I really especially appreciated it when uh, we were, when like we started to delve into the subway thing because that's actually a way that I really feel. Yes. It's like, as, as do I. I go to certain places all the time and like I start to form these relationships, yeah. but they're small talk relationships. Right. And that is a killer where yeah. I'm just like, ah, the small talk feels a little bad. Right. Like, I am, I am like, I do believe that people that are, that work at right. like fast food places should be treated with a great deal of respect Absolutely. and they're doing a hard job that does require totally. a level of artisanship. Right. And so when you talk to them, you should ask how they're doing and like not just treat them like they're a robot that takes yeah. your order. But what because of that what happens is that I develop all these like very superficial familiar relationships right. that as an introvert I feel very yeah, uncomfortable yeah, yeah, you yeah, know totally. and so like getting to play that through the lens of it made me be like more it, it was just an interior moment of like feeling more empathy with yep. people that normally I'm like you know may feel a gulf of empathy right. with where I'm like oh this fits inside this character and this is like not me running through many layers of addition. Right. This is exactly me, you know. Yeah. So it's. It was. I was like, was I, strange and cool. I yeah. Like that. Two things on that is like I also love the subway thing, and it, for similar reasons. So there's a Seven Eleven in the first floor of my building, and there's also a Starbucks. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. um. Wait, are you? Where do you work? At uh, thirty five East. Wagner. That's my building. I thought I knew you worked somewhere <laughs> yeah. in the area. I yep, worked, that's my building. Yeah, that's on, yeah. on the tenth floor. I'm on the twenty third floor. Oh uh, well, there you go. You different bank of elevators, but yeah, uh, yeah you're on the right bank. I'm on the left yeah. bank. Yep, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so that's. Do you know? Do you ever go into either of those? No, because we have like a coffee machine yeah. in the, our office, and I would go in the Seven Eleven, but I feel like they don't have, um, they don't have any vegetarian lunch no, options that wouldn't make me feel like I'm becoming more fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, that's true. so yeah. I'm basically like, yeah, I'm there's out of options. Gonna, yeah. Well, there's, so I, I go into that Starbucks sometimes for like breakfast. Oh yeah. And yeah. I hate, there's a woman who works in, she's so friendly, but she, so I often get like that ham, egg and cheese thing. Yeah. And like before I've even like turned the corner in, she's shouting out, to like her cohort who works the like fridge oh, so where you take it out. Like yeah, she's like yeah. ham, egg, and cheese, and I'm like, like, yes, I do want the ham, egg, and cheese. <laughs> I'm like, but if you would like, could you shout out that I want like the like egg white right. tortilla thing or the number three? Yeah, yeah. Like you don't need to tell everybody that I just showed up for the ham, egg, and cheese. Like, and so I had that. It was like a real yeah. direct experience. And the other thing I was thinking is like. One of the things I love in improv, and I love playing with people who are playing weirdos for that reason, is, like, I wish I had more interactions with those fringe members of society you meet. But, yeah. like, the problem is, in, I feel like if you're in on a bus or something, and there's somebody who seems like a fringe member of society, like, there's just enough of a threat that they're insane and they're going to strangle you if you talk to them. Yeah, that's the, That you the can't really interact threat. with them. Right. Yeah, the unfortunate threat of it is, like... There's a re. It's not just unusual, but right. like threat. Right. And that's the problem. Tough. And so you can't have the interaction you want. Like, yeah. you'd love to hear 
what this guy's just for like the anthropological yeah reasons. Oh, like, I, t- I was in a cab once where a guy basically was like told me the plot of his novel, which was like some kind of like horse riding fantasy <laughs> allegory for transportation politics in Chicago. And I was like, he is really navigating traffic poorly. Yeah. And this is like <laughs> yeah. taking 15, 20 right. minutes more than it, it should, should take. Right. But I'm like trying to write down any clues I can to try and see if I can do an internet search for this in the hopes that he may have put like this something. weird manifesto novel online. On yep. And of course, no, that didn't happen because right. of someone who, you know, is probably hasn't read his notebook. In his know? notebooks, yeah. But like that moment was like, this is really, really interesting. Yeah, well <laughs> and that's what's know? so cool about improv is like you kinda get to play out what you wish your interactions yeah. with these A, you get to sometimes be them. Yeah. <laughs> and B, you get and play out your interactions, whereas like I you can't you really just you can't really in real life. Yeah. I mean, maybe you can a little, but like there's, it's a, it's there's just a, like, a little dangerous. Yeah, yeah, well, you're always just like, there's a 1% chance that this person's gonna, there's a 0.001% chance they're gonna try to kill me. Right. And there's like a 1% chance they're gonna try and like pee or poop on me. Yeah. So like, I, it's just not worth the, going the, down this road. That that the basic cues and norms can be violated. Right, you exactly. Know? It's like, sort of like, you know. Exactly, like if you could guarantee like you won't touch me. Or like that's the thing in was, any way like violate my space. Yeah, I would like have so many of these more of these interactions, but like you don't get that guarantee, and one bad experience ruins all. Yeah, the good yeah, ones. and it's like it's it's yeah, it's just a difficult road to walk. I was walking up from work to uh, to IO the other night, and the guy was like, "That's you a know, healthy walk." Yeah, it's well, it's good. It's the yeah. weather's nice enough yeah, now, true. but like there's basically there's a guy who was like, sort of like kind of like lurching around and obviously panhandling and I'm like and on my my walk and I'm like okay well this may be something we'll see and he stuck out his hand and I'm like oh he's gonna shake my hand okay I'll shake his hand or whatever and he just like grabbed me instead yeah yeah <laughs> yeah right then like was like I've got no thumbs and right. he had no thumbs <laughs> and I'm like and and he's just like I, I give me money and I'm like I can't, I can't do that you know, right. and I'm sorry, but, and it was like one of those where I was like, well, you know, I'm, uh, I'm willing to like, sort of like somewhat be in the situation, you know, and like have a conversation right. with somebody. But as soon as those, as soon as like the initial norms start to be violated, right. you know, you don't want to like get in a situation that's going to wind up being like negative for no. any, Anybody. for yourself right. or them. Yeah, right. And so like, it's that. It conditions us to have this like keep on walking yeah. thing, you know, and it, it it's feels bad because I don't want to discount any human other human being. No, but, right. Like, you also kind of have to do that. Do it, yeah. To make sure that you're not in situations that escalate to a point that will be regretful. Exactly. <laughs> you know? So that's like one of the cool things in improv is like, well, I can't really do this in real life. Like you don't truly get too much time with the weirdos right. in the world. Like the true, yeah. Like, well, to to have the opportunity to explore your empathy, for, yeah, for yeah, that's people right. that you that 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 you wish you had more opportunity to have yeah, empathy exactly. for. Exactly, like you, know? you, right? You get to like exactly without the dangerous. Like it's like here's exact. That's yeah. a very good way to put it. I guess. Yeah, you know, it's like okay, okay, I've been grabbed, but at least 
it, you know, that it's like, we can play it out. And right. it's like, if you improv throw a cup of pee on me, right. well, yeah, then, yeah, 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 yeah. then we can enjoy that. But in real life, it would be a real bummer if somebody threw a cup of pee on me. Well, and I also think like, one of the nice things in improv is like, you get to explore intensity. Yeah. You know, like I think in a lot of life, like we pretty much bottle in a lot of our intensity, <laughs> you know, like. Like, even that 7-Eleven guy, like, he wants to just talk to you about the 7-Eleven, you know? Like, and he just doesn't get to. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it is an invitation to feel um, to the extreme, you know? Like, what we want is to explore your feelings yes, to the extreme. to the extreme, right. And it's like, oh, we're, this is, uh, it, th- th- this is the right forum for that. Right. Instead of having to be guarded or measured or calculating. You know? Right, and we all have, I feel like we all have so few outlets for the things that we have extreme feelings about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, whatever that pet topic is, like, you know, for, like, whether it's sports or books or TV or whatever, like... Skylanders video games for me. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Especially Louie and I have to get together and talk about what characters exactly. have the, the sweetest moves. You pretty much have to have, like, your best friend <laughs> yeah. to, like, those are the only people who you can, like, really like truly play out yeah, these crazy yeah. theories because you know like you cook up at least I do like you cook up all these theories about the things you love yeah. <laughs> that you're intense about and like like I'll play out these weird comic like I'm like w- like what team meant more to me the 1995 <laughs> Indians the 1997 Indians or the 2002 Buckeyes and like I'll play this out in bed while before I fall asleep for like an hour like you know like I'll be like and like there's pros and cons and like I'm playing this out and like I never get to outlet that you know like there's well, about four friends so in the much. world yeah, yeah exactly. to me it means so much so like but you I get around somebody and that, that right. doesn't care and they're like well it's good that you care but uh huh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. yeah. All right. Whatever. You know. Oh yeah. Like if yeah, you can't tell other people. You know, it's like yeah. there's a few people who are in the boat where you're like, dude, we're gonna sit down and we're gonna hash out which team meant the most to us. <laughs> you know, and like they're in it with you, but otherwise you pretty much sit on those theories yeah. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But and, but being a conscientious thinking human being, you wind up running through it. You know? Yeah, you there's run so through much the whole internal thing. Internal process. Yeah. And I think improv allows people to like play that out yeah well because it's like your process becomes something that it becomes a communal the your internal thought process becomes a communal external thought process where everybody is engaging it to the top level of who's bringing it yeah yeah that's right so it's like it really is that it is kind of by by being able to sort of engage that at that level we're also kind of having an opportunity to sort of yeah be be embrace that it's okay to think (laughs) Right, 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 right. Like, and to like be intense about things, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Because the, yeah, like you just don't get to be intense about things very much in your regular life because you have to find another person who shares that same intensity, for that intensity not to be judged. Yeah. You have to find another person who shares that same intensity because otherwise they just blow it off or they just judge you for it. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine, but like. Pretty weird that you're so into that. Yeah, exactly. They're like. And you exhaust people. Yeah. Like, so it's cool. Improv is like, yeah, I don't know. And like, I feel like in the improv, like I tend to play in very intense characters, yeah. like into, and which is not very like comparable to my real life personality. I'm not like a terribly intense person in real life, but I think I have like intense, I feel like I bottle up a lot of intensity in my head of like, 
seriously, like things like yeah. Well, everybody does say that the Wire season four is the best, but like, I've got a lot going for season three. You know, and like, and it just gets like stored and pent up, and then I feel like I exercise a lot of that like yeah intensity through improv. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I still remember you know kind of like when we were doing the when we were doing that thing where it was like we're gonna try and find your your personality voice. Oh, of like yeah. you just being like self-debating for like a stretch of time and that being like that's my know, mental process yeah, exactly. you know and like, like that's my the, internal world yeah the intensity of your equivocation because you're trying to be fair and how you consider all things <laughs> yeah. is like just awesome yeah most of my internal really life is like funny. creating false debates and then like settling them within my own mind <laughs> and then never getting to share that with the world you know and so that's like the fun of improv for yeah. me I think somewhat is like getting to play out those those like moments yeah to turn it well I mean it's your voice it's like yeah. it's the voice it's which is uh, kind of awesome so, yes and it's there's like, a so, lot going on there <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah yeah no I just like and I think that's why like intense characters appeal yeah to yeah. me and like yeah, and that's why I really like love that your character. What you didn't focus on my intensity. Yeah, you focused. I felt very compelled by but, it. Yeah, but yeah, right, exactly. I, I wasn't gonna. Yeah, there was no. It was like this is the most compelling thing here. I'm not going to name it and destroy it. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. Yeah, yeah. Or like let's like exam or like try and like like unpeel it to figure yeah. out like the root of it. Just be like. Because your character was intense, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Although, yeah, you're right. You were right about the vertical and horizontal because, like, the your sort of, like, nor, like normal intensity for this thing just was making me kind of almost, like, wash away and be like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in over my head. How do I get my fries and get yeah. out of here? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Which yeah. Is, which is great. Which is but then also... Someone wants to talk to me. Oh, I can't squander this opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you were like so on it, and I was like, it was making me like bounce around to be like, Ooh, what is? Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I like this, but I'm also oh. <laughs> well, and that's like that's a I feel like a hard thing for me, like improv wise, is like when you get when you get, a, like a train of thought or like, yeah. is like how do you, how do you, like, like reel it in enough that like you're not just like like plowing your, yeah. your you know <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. is always like a real hard battle oh but i think that was that was probably was like one of the real fun things about the scene was the that the way that those things rotated around right and that's what i felt too yeah. is like your weirdness at the top inspired my intensity in a way yeah. and then so it was like what you said with the rope thing it's like it kind of started with a pull in one direction of weirdness yeah. and then went in another direction of weirdness which I think was was fun, since since it was a it wasn't antagonistic. Yeah. Oh no, not at all. Which like usually sometimes you see that like. Yeah, you see people fight each other, and right. it's kind of like because they want to have the scene be theirs, and it's right. kind of like well, it, you're being not it, this this non collaborativeness is going to ultimately doom this to not be something that is the sum of the sum. Right. You know. It's going to be one of you or the other of you, but it's not going to be the thing that we can do together, which, of course, is innately more powerful than what you could do by yourself. It's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, know? exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, think so. 
Uh, um, okay, well, so uh, the dog went off a while ago. Uh, did, did we cover everything? Is there anything else that you wanted to, to that sprung out in your mind that, that you wanted to touch on? No, I mean, yeah, I just like, I had a lot of fun with it. Yeah, it I was mean, awesome. I just was like so happy to get to do this. Yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. I'm really happy that you got to do it too. Thanks so much for doing it. Yeah. I'm, uh, it's, it's, this is a really, really fun thing. Yeah, this was awesome. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, man.